It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer with you. Elliot, we recovered, we bounced back. <laughs> Things the are win, not lost. The win was, uh, the win was, uh, they, they won. I don't know how to get out of that phrase. Uh, they, uh, they won. <laughs> They won. <laughs> they won on Tuesday. They bounced back. Super they Bowl end, back on. They end the two uh two joint practice losing streak. Uh they come back on Tuesday and look, in all in all seriousness, here's what I would say about Tuesday's practice. Like one of the concerns we talked about on the last pod and one of the concerns that I think will be a, will be something to monitor this year is how do they handle like people coming at them. Like I said on the pod after day 1, the Browns came after them on day one. They straight up were like, they came into Philly with a with a, a, a mission and with a uh, obvious kind of extra energy, the fact that they were practicing against the Eagles. And the Eagles did not match that in the first day. They weren't like blown out of the water or anything. Like they still had good moments of practice, but I thought the noticeable difference in, in day one was the sidelines. And then for day two, I thought the Eagles clearly bounced back. And for what it's worth, 
the Eagles felt that they had to do that. Uh, Nick Sirianni said before practice uh, on Tuesday that he didn't think the energy was good enough. The players talked after practice about how they felt they really needed a bounce back day. So we'll get into the details of it, who played well, who didn't, all those things. But uh, I think the important thing is in a season that's going to be about can they handle having the bullseye on their back? The first time they they had to do it on Monday wasn't great, but they realized right away. And I think it could be a good kind of, uh, you know, the preseason, training camp, all those things. They're about fixing the problems that you have, recognizing them and fixing them. I think this was a good example of them taking what was a problem on Monday and turning it into a positive on Tuesday. Yeah, and it's what I was hoping for and why I wasn't concerned on Monday. I, again, I thought that first practice was going to be hard. It's the first, like competitive thing you're doing since the Super Bowl. Like it's just hard to get back up that way, you know, and it's nice to see that after the first day, them taking it lightly, they bounce back, you know, and I think that's you know, why I wasn't concerned after day one. It's why, I, you know, I don't think I would be super concerned with training camp period. I would need to see them fail in real games for me to doubt them because of what they've proven to me. But regardless, like I said, I wanted to see this. I said, I wanted after yesterday's pod for them to come back today or yesterday uh, two days ago, I guess it was yesterday's morning's pod before right. yesterday's practice. I wanted to see him bounce back and I expect them to, and they did. So, you know, so far so good as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And I think, uh, first of all, you could tell right away yesterday, they were coming out with more energy. Um, yesterday, I always talk about how like yesterday was kind of the ultimate competitive practice in the way that one, it was a joint practice, which always brings out the most competitive type of practice. Two, they did red zone. And red zone 11 on 11 is the most competitive kind of drill in a way you can run into practice. Obviously, besides at the end of practice, they did the full field. We'll talk about that. But the majority of practice was the red zone. And red zone, A, I think it's really where you can see how well your team is operating right now. The windows are smaller. The, it's more of like high leverage, to borrow a baseball term, high leverage kind of snaps in situational football. So you could really see how well at this point in training camp, they were operating. And they had a pretty good day. So on the first team offense, Jalen Hurts didn't start out great. He did, like maybe his, I think I have it, his second throw of the day was Devontae Smith got open, was wide open, and just overthrew him in the back of the end zone. Should have been a touchdown. So when that was happening on the other field, the first team offense defense was going against the Browns' first team uh, offense. Deshaun Watson had two super nice touchdown throws. Like, this isn't a Browns pod and we won't, you know, do along on the Browns. I will say like his arm looks special overall. The Eagles got the better of him in the two days. Watson was 17 of 33, three touchdowns, three interceptions. So he definitely had some poor throws for sure. And that's a very low completion percentage for, uh, for, for a practice. But Deshaun Watson started the day out yesterday with two nice throws in, in seven on sevens that were touchdowns. But once it became 11 on 11s and the pressure was there, the Eagles defense got the far better of Deshaun Watson and Jalen Hurts really started to, to turn it on. Um, you know, I, I had Hurts yesterday as 10 of 14, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. And in the red zone, outside of that miss to uh, the miss to Smith, he had a really nice throw to Goddard, a really nice throw to A.J. Brown, beginning part of practice. And the offensive line, I think, played much better. Landon Dickerson didn't practice. Uh, we don't have an update yet on like how, how serious it is. I don't think it is anything serious, but no update on that yet. Sua Opeta was in there, and I just thought the offensive line played way better. No Miles Garrett for the Browns. That's obviously a factor. But with better protection in front of him, I thought he just did a way better job. 
it just really stands out how he makes way better decisions than Deshaun Watson does. And there's not very many quarterbacks in the league that make better decisions with the ball than Jalen Hurts. So anybody they practice against, chances are Jalen was going to be smarter with the ball, but especially against Deshaun Watson, who threw two t- two interceptions to Reed Blankenship. Blankenship I had three in two days. Like he had a really good joint practice. So just the beginning part of practice, the competitiveness, uh, the decision-making, like the Eagles – after a, a rough maybe first 10 minutes, the Eagles really just kind of straight up dominated. Love it. Love it. Uh, all right, so who sit out? Let's just get to people. You mentioned Blankenship. I, I, we'll get to everyone else in a sec, but since you mentioned him, it seems with these joint practices, with the preseason game, fair to say, Reed Blankenship, your number one Eagle safety as of today? Yeah, and, and I think he is without question their top safety. He's played like it. I think like Sidney Brown, you could argue they're maybe more invested in. They used a higher draft pick on sure, him. Sure. Um, he can play man coverage. Blankenship can't. But right now, I think like if they were playing the New England Patriots this Sunday, Blankenship would lead the team in snaps at safety. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that way. And, you know, good for Reed. You know, I mean, uh, you know, he, uh, He's taking advantage of every opportunity he's been given, and you love to yeah. see that. You know, undrafted guy who's really played played well last year, we given the opportunity, and this year has come into camp and really grabbed it. So that's that's so neat. That's good to real see. Real quick, before we get into more like specific players, I do want to talk about the end of practice. So yeah, yeah, talk, go ahead. We talked about it in day one, and of after every joint practice, we talked about it on the pod. Like the most, the the biggest part of the practice, and then really the biggest part of the two days is when at the end of day two. Both teams, all 180 players, line up on on opposing sidelines. It looks like a game, and it's Eagles offense versus Browns defense, and then Browns offense versus Eagles defense, and then they do first team, second team. Sometimes they do third. They didn't do uh, third team yesterday, but first team, then second team, and it's like full field, you know, first and 10. If you get six yards, it's second and four, and you try to get into the end zone. So super competitive. Everyone's watching. It's like the – the you know culmination of the practice the yeah, culmination yeah. there it is good word the culmination of the practice so yesterday Jalen Hurts comes out and on that on in that drill I thought he had his best his best play maybe not of training camp but certainly of the two days and honestly maybe of training camp um it looked like it was third down it's hard to tell because we don't get like the updates from from up in the stands looked like it was third down Jalen dropped back he didn't have a ton of pressure but he did have to move slightly just because the coverage was good and the pocket was starting to collapse. So he starts to move and you can see he points, points to uh points to AJ Brown. He's like, go to the end zone. So AJ starts to go and he just lofts like a perfect pass right down the sideline to AJ for the touchdown. And a few things stood out on the play. A just what a play by Jalen, like reading the pressure, not panicking when there's nothing there. Didn't just take off and run held onto the ball and then to be the you know veteran, frankly, at this point, enough to be like, all right, here's where I want you to go, go. And so it showed chemistry with A.J. Brown. But then also after the play, like the reaction from, from the team. Everyone runs to A.J. Everyone's jumping up and down. Like the defense is going crazy as they prepare to get on the sideline. Like during this drill, they just flat out overtook the Browns. Like it just showed the difference between where the Eagles are at and where the Browns are at. Because when the Eagles match the intensity of the Browns and frankly overtake it, they have so much more talent than they do. So the first team offense wins their drill. Next up, Deshaun Watson in the first in the first team offense versus the Eagles first team defense. Deshaun Watson first play, he goes back, he's he's throwing it, and in my opinion, it looked like Fletcher Cox knocked it out, and it would have been ruled a fumble. They ruled it in completion, but it was a setup for what the drill was going to be. 
Second play, Deshaun Watson is sacked. They don't take him down, but they blow it dead. Third play, incompletion. Then they get a very short completion. But after that, Deshaun Watson makes, in my opinion, just a flat-out bad read and throws it right to Blankenship in the back of the end zone. So first-team offense gets a touchdown. First-team defense gets a turnover. And then the second team did the exact same thing. Like Marcus Mariota had probably his best day of practice. He had a beautiful touchdown to Tyree Cleveland, who we'll talk about in a second about guys that have stood out. But a beautiful touchdown to Tyree Cleveland in the back of the end zone, probably about 20 yards uh, away. And Tyree Cleveland started to stand out, but that was a perfect throw. And then he follows it up and hits Tyree Cleveland for the two-point conversion again. So second team offense gets the touchdown. They're winning. Then the second team defense goes up. Two short completions by uh, Dobbs, the Browns' backup quarterback, and then they get an interception. Josh Job jumps up. It's a 50-50 ball. He comes down with it, holds onto it, and the sideline erupted in a way I have not really seen since, frankly, last year it went joint practices where they had the same attitude. So in the culmination of everything, the biggest part of the practice, they just flat out, they just like overtook the Browns, and it was without question like where they won the practice. So you're telling me that the most football – part of practice that is the closest to an actual game as close as you can get in a practice the eagles dominate yeah they dominated flat out go. and like again there we go there i think like go, baby i think like what really stood out was just their enthusiasm and i also do really like the fact like nick talked before the practice about how the offense wasn't good enough and how they have to take everything like a game Honestly, I think he was going to say it's like a game, but he kind of caught himself and said like game day or something. So I wonder if he was like, I'm not going to admit this is a game, but I like that they realized they weren't good enough. They weren't just like, it's just practice. It's just joint practice. Who cares? Like, I like that they attacked the second day as if they had something to prove because that's how they have to attack this year. They have to attack this year as if they have something to prove like flat out. And so I was good to see him do that. Yeah, look, if you don't show up in practice, if you don't show up in these situations, if you can't, you're you're less likely to show up on the field. It's not like you just flip a switch. Like, you do need to prepare. I think they're a great game day team and all that, and Jalen mm-hmm. in particular we talk about. But, yeah, you know, you want to see them respond, especially in a competitive situation. So that's awesome. All right, who else stood out to you? Let's uh, let's ra- Actually, you know what? Before we rattle through some players, I want to hear all the people who stood out. Download the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino yes. app. I mean, we are on the precipice here of an all-time gambling season coming up. Like, I cannot wait to dive in each week and we can pick every game. So many pro football futures to bet on. We'll get to another division at the end of the Bet Parks Picks Pod in a little bit. Um, but so much fun stuff to bet on. Who's going to win divisions? Who's going to win awards? Who's going to win it all? Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, get bet on baseball now. You get bet on soccer now. You get bet on all the good stuff. But there, we're just... Like the blast is going to be had. Like we are, the parlays are coming. Like do this with us. Well, and also right? this year we're going to have, I think like a special way where you can just straight up do the parlays with us. So it's going to be a fun season in terms of we'll have our picks pot every week. We'll talk about who we like. We'll talk about the picks we want, and then we can all do it together. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for that. Yeah. We got some fun stuff coming for the bet parks picks pod and for the season with the bet parks picks. Uh, with the Bet Parks uh, app. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And here's the deal all new users, you can bet on all this fun stuff 
All new users, if you bet $10, you get $125 in sportsbook bonus if your first bet wins. BetParks.com has all the terms and conditions. New users are winning bets only. Sports bonus bet must be wagered once. See website for details. You must be 21 in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Ohio. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right who stood out talk to me so i'll start on the defensive side of the ball um fletcher cox had an awesome practice and it is hard for defensive tackles to stand out at these joint practices now it's easier than i guess i would say a regular practice in the way that they are more competitive the 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 line play is probably closer than it is to a regular practice and closer in some ways to a regular season game but fletcher cox so there was a play early on it was probably i don't know maybe the third or fourth play or actually you know what i think it was the first time they stepped on the field Fletcher Cox yelled. I could hear him from all the stands to the defense, like, we're not letting him in the end zone. So when Nick talks about, like, having these veteran players to set the tone, and we've talked on this pod about how they needed to come out with more energy, I thought Fletcher yelling that early on was a good indication. And then he really played hard and played great. I mentioned I think he had what would have been a fumble forced on Deshaun Watson. I think he got into Deshaun Watson's face two or three other times besides that. So I thought he had a really good day. He was on the WIP afternoon show yesterday and talked about how he thinks he's going to be playing those 40, 45 snaps a game and have the same role that he did last year. And he's an interesting guy. We've talked about on the pod, how people view him. Like he doesn't, he is in the same category as the lane, the Kelsey, the Brandon Graham, but I don't think he's ever had that same, you know, like no one's, he's never had the same connection with the fans that those other three did. But I think that like Eagles fans should be excited about where this guy is at. He had a great year last year. He's having a good training camp. He had a great day yesterday. And with losing Javon Hargrave and some of the unproven talent, like if Jalen Carter's biggest issue is how he practices, and we'll get to him in a second because he had a good day. But if his biggest issue from Georgia reportedly was like he didn't attack practice and he didn't try, then it does matter that Fletcher Cox in his like 14th year or whatever is yelling at the first day, like we're not letting him in the end zone and practicing hard. So I think on the field and after the snap, Fletcher had a really good day. 
but I was I was impressed by his leadership uh, in the practice yesterday. Well, yeah, we talked about that coming in. You know, you had the the good point really early on that this was an opportunity to Fletch for Fletcher to completely change his legacy here. You know, for him to be remembered differently if he could take this kid mm -hmm. under his wing, and if this kid turns into a, a stud, like Fletcher's a part of that, and he'll be remembered for that, and and we'll be grateful for that. And it seems like so far so good across the board with that, and the way he's talked about Jalen Carter. I mean, the Fletcher Cox quotes about Jalen Carter are super, super positive. If you're excited about his future and care what a, a great at that position thinks about him, he is clearly enamored with Jalen Carter's ability. And look, we've talked so much about how good Fletcher Cox is for Jalen Carter. We haven't really at all even, even posited the potential that having a young stud there to push Fletcher Cox on the other end is possible. Yeah, like maybe Fletcher Cox is like, I'm still the freaking man, dude. Yep. And wants to show it with this kid there nipping in his heels and, and the next great one at that position on this team, like, you know, uh, motivate, you know, these guys are professional athletes. They find motivation. Um, I I'm with you. I, I think, uh, I think Fletcher, at least in terms of, of, you know, out, you know, winning a Super Bowl obviously begins Jalen Hurts' legacy, all that stuff. But just in terms of like one play, I think Fletcher Cox is the player on this team who, you know, outside of winning a Super Bowl just this season, has the best chance to to alter his legacy in the biggest way, isn't he? Yeah, a hundred percent. And um, so Jalen Carter, another player that really stood out yesterday. I think I said this on the last pod, but the biggest takeaway over the last few days or week of camp or whatever has been the emergence of Jalen Carter in terms of things that will like impact this season. And it was the case again yesterday. They're using him all over. He recovered a fumble yesterday. Excuse me. I thought he got pressure a, a few times when he was out there. And he's just starting to look like that top 10 guy. So the defensive line super dominated. Uh, Jalen Carter was, was part of that right next to Fletcher. So another positive play for him. Uh, Nolan Smith um, had another good day. Like it was just, it was a good day for the defensive line. They really started to stand out. Um, in the and secondary, there, and, and real quick, just with those guys there, you know, especially if Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter contribute immediately, like, man, like, arguably one of the deepest defensive yeah. in terms of high end talent, one of the deepest defensive lines of football, maybe the if deepest. not the deepest. I mean, yeah. it might be the best. Um, right. so Zach Cunningham, let me before I get to the secondary, the linebacker, Zach Cunningham, like, two days in a row now has tipped passes that have led to interceptions. Um, I didn't think he got off the best start with the team. He was playing really deep into the fourth quarter uh, in that last preseason game. Maybe they just wanted to get him reps. He hasn't gotten a ton of reps, uh, obviously, the offseason or the being part of training camp because he wasn't with the team. But I thought that he had an outstanding day yesterday. And at this point, I'm wondering if if he's going to make the team over Moreau. Like, there's really no reason to keep Moreau, uh, Jack, and Cunningham. Like, especially if you're obviously going to keep N'Kobe and, uh, and Christian Ellis. So, um, wait, do we talk about the Nicobe play? No, no. I can't remember if it was yesterday. I think it was no, yesterday. No, we didn't talk at all yesterday about a Nicobe play. Okay, so Nicobe, I thought, had a nice play. Um, I actually debated this, not debated, but me and Brandon Lee got when we're going back, like, just on what happened. But there was a play across the middle. Um, it looked to me like Nicobe broke the play up. Uh, he thought maybe Bradbury got it. It was one or the other. But the bottom line is it was the first time ever since Kobe's come to the team that there was a play where he was involved in that I felt <laughs> was worth tweeting. So for as many times as I've said, he doesn't stand out for better, worse, whatever. He was around that play and, and, he, and he got it done. So that was good. So between him, Ellis, Cunningham, Miles Jack hasn't really stood out yet, but he's getting first team reps. Like the linebacker group has a long way to go. Don't get me wrong. But they're starting to see like little – 
coming togetherness, if that's the right way to phrase it, of the of the unit playing well. So I thought Cunningham had a good day. Coalescing. Um, what, what was that word? Coalescing. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right, you're on top of it today. Coalescing, culmination. We'll see if there's yeah. another C word you can, yeah, I'm uh, trying here, yes. you can add on. Um, in the secondary, I thought Josh Job. I talked about his interception, but I do think like Eli Ricks had that great preseason game. Keely Ringo's been coming up. And you start to wonder, like, if Josh Job is maybe losing his his stranglehold that he had on that uh, top outside spot. But yesterday, I think showed why. If there is a game, if it is Week One, barring any roster moves between here and then, if Bradbury or Slay goes down, I think it's going to be Josh Job that steps wow. in and becomes that guy. Um, the interception was a fantastic play. Darius Slay joked afterwards that Job has like the worst hands in the cornerback room and that he was able to come down with that. So he, he was proud of him uh, for, for that one. But yeah, Josh Job had an outstanding day. Um, trying to get anybody else on the defense stood out. We go talk about the linebackers. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, we'll move to offense. Um, mm-hmm. Ty- Tyree Cleveland, like I don't think Tyree Cleveland's going to make the team. And I don't think he's had a great camp, but he had a good preseason game. And then in these, in these drills, uh, in these joint practices, he was really good too. He had the touchdown, then he caught the two-point conversion. I just think it's going to be really hard because there's four guys locked in, unless they trade Quez, which I don't think is going to happen. But Quez has been dealing with an injury, so who knows? But assuming Quez, uh, Alameda Zacchaeus, and uh, or Zacchaeus uh, makes the team, um, and then you would think Britton Covey, I think Joseph Ngata has, has had a better practice and training camp than Cleveland has. But Tyree Cleveland is starting to come on. So, uh, you know, something to look for on a Thursday night. Yeah, potential practice squad guy, too. I think that's someone that could get through. Great football name. I mean, you know. It is a great football name. And he looks like a receiver out there. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, he's got got size. The Yeah, Yeah, I'm. No, there's there's something about him that I like. I agree. Looks like someone you'd like create in Madden if you were building a receiver. No, totally. Yeah, totally. All right. uh, Who else offensively stood out? Um, well, obviously Jalen had a great day. Um, so from the running back position, it's hard for running backs to stand out. They're not tackling like in the biggest drill of the day, the culmination of it all, it was, uh, it was Gainwell out there with the first team offense. He got a pass thrown his way. He had a a running attempt. So I just still refuse to believe like, here's how I would phrase it. I think if Kenny Gainwell leads the team in running back touches this year, then they have gone with a running back by committee where he's not leading them by most. I think if if Swift leads it, then I think I could see him leading by quite a bit. But right now, like in all the biggest drills, like all of them, Kenny Gainwell has been the guy they put out there. Two point, red zone, joint practices. Like he's the one that is getting the rep. He didn't dress uh, in the first preseason game. So all signs are indicating that he will be the starting running back. I just, I can't picture them giving him, you know, 16 carries and four targets in a game. But But maybe I'll be proven wrong. Yeah, it feels like he's the one they trust the most right now, and I think that's probably the best way to phrase it. I am with you, though, on the whole. If I had to bet how this plays out, I think it's going to be something where it's like, you know, at the end of this, assuming guys stay healthy, obviously, you know, Mm -hmm. and and that's a big assumption with certain guys. But, like, you're going to look back and be like 30, 23, 20, 15 in terms of percent of snaps. You know, something like that. That's not 100, but you know what I mean? Like, I think it's going to be, I think it, and look, I don't hate that. You know, I think different things, different ways to attack defenses, different guys are hot on different days. Like, you know, I I don't hate it. 
And we'll see if Sirianni can actually stick with a true committee. He's never had might, it. And, but... and, and someone might lead, like Gamewell might be awesome. We might not yeah. realize it. And it's like, oh, that's the dude. Or Swift might be like, oh, that's the dude. Like yep. someone might grab it once the season starts too. A hundred percent. So we actually have a good question in the chat that I want to get to. Yeah, lay it um, on us. Edward asked it. And so he says, does Elliot believe in Jalen Carter more than Nolan Smith based off what I've seen in the last week? Ooh, that is a great it is. question. Yeah. Because Honestly, come, yeah, yeah. Cause Elliot has like, been very, very, very effusive about Nolan yeah. Smith. Like honestly, maybe. Like wow. he, he's been he's been super good. Um look, I still believe in Nolan Smith. This isn't Smith like cooling off. This isn't me believing look, in Smith less. This is Jalen Carter, like just flat out showing why why he's was he awesome was pick. going to be the number yeah. one pick in the freaking draft. Like talent right. wise, he was the number one talent in the draft. Like, yeah, yeah, he should leap off the field like that, you know? And he has been like, that's what you want to see, right? Like Jordan Davis wasn't the best player in the draft last year, but he was a top 15 pick. He didn't really jump out. So like seeing Jalen Carter do it, it's uh, especially for someone that invests so much and believes so much in the practices. Like, it does mean a lot to see that. So again, you know, Nolan Smith probably still number one in my heart, but, but Jalen Carter is, is getting right there. Yeah. I said it last pod yesterday. And I, again, like it's one of the few like things that people say too much that I'll never tire of. Like it is absurd that the Eagles ended up with this kid yeah. after the season. Like the Eagles went 14 and three with the best roster in the NFL and somehow ended up with the most talented kid in the draft. And like it, it's, it's crazy. It's getting to the point where, I wouldn't completely rule out he starts week one. I wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> he is like they've been putting Jordan most... Davis out there and he might be out there snap one. But like if you told me Jalen Carter played more snaps than Jordan Davis week one, I would believe it. Yeah. I mean, dude, uh, it, he is the most talented guy there. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He, he is. I agree. Um, all right. Uh, anyone else stood out to you? Any other kind of notes? Any other moments that you thought were worthy well, of mention? The fight. Really. I noticed there was a, a couple, a couple, a couple skirmishes. Anything interesting? Oh yeah, there, there was a fight. Um, so I like I saw the fight. Apparently, I was after the interception. I believe Sidney Brown just like rolled in and just drilled somebody at the end of the thing. Nice. And obviously, they didn't take to that well. Um, Barnett has uh, Barnett, oh, you know, involved wow, in one or two. <laughs> yeah, shocker. Barnett one or two times got involved a little bit after practice, but. To me, they weren't like fights as much as it was. And again, I'll repeat it. It'll be the theme of the pod. Like, I love that this team came out and was like, we're going to smack the Cleveland Browns in the mouth. And we are going to show them why this is our field, why we're the best team in the NFC, why we're Super Bowl contenders. And they're not. And I think part of that, like a result of that was skirmishes, dust ups, like those type of things. And the Eagles were the initiators on all of them. And I, I think that while you don't want to see fighting and blah, 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 like I think Sirianni probably loved it, frankly. It was a, probably, probably the first time he was excited to see Barnett do something. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to this division a little gambling before we uh, get some final thoughts and get out of here. Saturday, one to three, we'll be on. Obviously, there is a preseason game tomorrow night. Elliot will have content in the feed after that, and then uh, we'll react on Saturday. Lots to get into from that. Okay, um, I was thinking. Uh, shout out to Uncle Rick. Uh, if all you right. ever come, Always. if you ever. If you ever come visit us at parks, there's a decent chance you'll get to meet my uncle Rick. He loves to very kind man. See us. Yeah. has a very like kind aura about him. Yeah. He's a really good man. Yeah. Like, and, he, and he's nice to everyone. And he's like an awesome guy. 
Um, but Chad Tim, because he gave us the idea to talk about this division. We were talking about this with oh, him yeah. on Saturday. I think we should do the NFC North today because Elliot Let's and I it. both feel, I think, kind of strongly. I'll just read the uh, odds off to you. Uh, the Lions plus 135 to win the division. I mean, like, I really like the Lions. I'm excited for them. Like, it is crazy how they went from, like, exciting sleeper to, like, the clear favorite in their division now. It's yep. like all the... All the value the is Super gone. Bowl odds are crazy for them too. They're like, like plus nine or eight. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. I know. It's crazy. Uh, the Vikings. Such a, they're such a good example of the team that's like, you know, the team nobody's talking about that everybody is talking about. What a like, Elliot. Yes. Yes. Exactly what they are. It's like, yeah. oh, no one's talking about them until like all anyone talks about yeah, is like, that. Don't forget about the Lions, game. even though yeah. nobody. Yeah. No one is. We're all talking about it. Nobody's forgetting about them. I promise. That is like the perfect analogy. Um, so they're plus 135, then the Vikings plus 275, the Packers plus 375, and the Bears plus 425. We both feel pretty great about this division. Like, at yeah. least betting-wise, like, bet on the Packers, man. I think so. Bet on the I Packers. think the Packers are the move. Like, the Lions are not getting good odds, and there's a good chance they just can't handle the pressure. They're the Lions. Now, the Vikings are interesting in the way that sure. the Vikings could win the division but still be complete frauds. Totally. Like we saw totally. last year. So totally. they are still interesting. It's not a bad um, bet. If you want to bet the Vikings at plus 275, I would condone it. I don't think that's a bad so bet. Drew is in the chat, and he said, Bears are the team to pick in the North, in my opinion, in terms of value. I saw a stat yesterday that plus like – 425 for the Bears. So I, this almost can't be right. But I saw that yesterday the Bears are, the are either the fourth or fifth – Biggest team right now in Vegas in terms of taking money on them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's crazy. Everyone's everyone's expecting Fields to do the Hurts, you know, like right. Because when you look around the league, and if you're just, and we all know how, like, it feels like something happens one year, and then everyone's like, "All right, that's gonna happen the next year. We got to find the team or the person who's this year's Josh Allen. Oh, it's Jalen mm -hmm. Hurts. Who's this year's Jalen Hurts? Like when you, you look around the league, like Justin Fields is like the only viable candidate. Like it's the only one that makes. And I actually do think like it's possible. Yeah, sure, yeah, I, I like, like I Justin. Like Fields, I do yeah. too. I do too. I do too. We were both in on him. We both thought he should have been the second thing in that draft. Like whatever. Um, but. You know, I just think it's I think it's unfair really to Fields to expect him to take that. And I also think the Bears did not do nearly as much as the Eagles did around Fields as the Eagles did around Hurts. Like they don't have the same type of roster. And the Packers, like Jordan Love looked pretty good when given the opportunity. Yeah. They have talent. They want to, you know, like their their head coach is is a winning head coach for whatever that's worth. Like I know he's had Rodgers with him. Like they're a good defense. I, I just I think odds wise, I feel like they have the most upside of the of the bunch, and their well, odds also, are pretty close to the the Bears. It's not like the Bears are uh, that much more above them. I agree. And the other thing that I like about the Packers is you just talked about Jordan Love. He feels like the most forgotten like first round quarterback ever. And I guess this is what happens when a quarterback actually sits for three years. I didn't love Jordan Love coming out of the draft, but three years later, just sitting and learning, like I don't know, like you could, I I could paint a world where he is the the second best quarterback in the, in that division last and next year. But I think they have a better coaching staff probably than the lions do as much as I've always been a Dan Campbell guy. And I remain a always, Dan Campbell guy, always right? have been. I do think that they have a good coaching staff. So yeah, I, I, my bet would probably be the Packers out of those four. Me too. All right. Uh, final thoughts, my friend. Uh, I mean, I just have a quick one. First of all, like anyone that says they don't like rain, I don't know what to say to you. Like, <laughs> imagine not liking rain. Like I just, it couldn't be me. So the Eagles practice is moved up from five o'clock to one forty or one fifteen or something like that yesterday. Uh, and as a result, I got to go to the union versus Messi on time. 
unbelievable night. The crowd was crazy. It was so cool to see him. Uh, I thought it was a really big night, like for the union moving forward. So just my final thought would be, I talk about it all the time, but for real, like, and I see real ones all, all the time down there, which makes me love the, the real ones even more. But if you haven't gone to a union game, they're awesome. And I thought last night showed that for anyone that watched. Minus the loss. It's yeah, minus right. the loss, but it's all right. Like, you know, good teams have bad games in big spots. It happens. W was, so, it was it magical seeing Messi score It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was <laughs> unbelievable. Now, his goal should have been saved, but yeah, it was not, not the best. Not it the was best not luck. the best. Yeah. But honestly, he's been doing that for against the best competition his whole career. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was a cool night. Yeah, Messi, uh, the best player ever because everyone else is just mid is the take. Right? Well, the best player ever at his like because everyone playing. else is just not that good so it makes well in the mls better. you're talking about i'm just period but yeah everyone else is not good at soccer besides <laughs> messi that's your final thought messi's the only no, that's not my mind. i'm just not i just <laughs> i know how tender you get when i mess with messi. right um so i didn't really i don't really have a final thought uh because i'm off this weekend i wasn't really thinking about it mm -hmm. but i will say i went to the movies yesterday with emily we saw mission wow. impossible dead reckoning i didn't was know that was out yeah, it was awesome. It was yeah. such a great time. Going to the movies is is such a treat, and everyone should oh. do it more often because it is a lovely, lovely way to spend a few hours. That was my takeaway. Again, the rain in the movie theater, <laughs> things I've always loved. Never have said I don't love them. So it sounds like a fantastic night. All right. Uh, check out the feed. Elliot will have some uh, some stuff for you after the game, and then uh, and then we'll be on on Saturday. And uh, and we're getting close, man. Like it's August sixteenth. Yeah. We're less than a month away from. Game I mean, pre in a week from now, like a, you know, eight days or whatever. Like all the preseason games will be over. Yeah, we'll be doing our our Elliot final fifty three. We'll be yeah. doing all the good. It's gonna be awesome. So a lot of fun stuff coming. Stick with us. It's gonna be great. Oh, and by the way. Dallas, come to Dallas with us. Yes. Fans of Philly, we're, we're going to get Joe on in the next couple of weeks. Like we said, we'll get some more details on the trip, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, more about that coming up. So until also, Saturday. So Charlie is not from Norway. He's from Denmark. It's Denmark. Great. Did you say, did you not say Denmark? I said Norway, yeah. Oh, Charlie, I'm sorry. I wasn't being, I was thinking of your Charlie's name. I knew it was Denmark. I knew yeah. it was Denmark. I did not forget that. Uh, that horrible job, Bailey. I'm part Norwegian. I would never allow that to happen. Yes, so. that was my bad. But Charlie will be there. So everybody, or I, well, I'll say he's, he thinks he's coming. I'm going to bully him into coming. Hell so. yeah. Charlie, you have to go. We're bullying yeah. you live on this podcast. We need you there, please. Yes. Um, you could tell Elliot all the differences between Denmark. Yeah, and we'll talk about, Norway. you know, the difference, where they are, what they are, all those. Things. Yes, we, all we, those we things. Fun. Yes, it's a, a real Scandinavian uh, hang and, and discussion. <laughs> yeah, be great. Yes, in Dallas. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> until then and until Saturday, he's Elliot James. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 